morning, good afternoon, good evening, folks. Michael Zuber, one rental at a time, back with the three amigos. And we are going to answer a great question, and that is, what is something we wish somebody told us at the beginning of our real estate journey? We're going to go around two, maybe three times. Uh, let's welcome the guys to the show. Dion, welcome to the show. How you doing? Howdy. Doing great. I actually really like this question. Yep. Matt, how about you? How you doing? I'm very excited to share my horrible experiences. <laughs> oh, no. My goodness. All right, Dion, this this is uh, this was your idea, this question. I love giving you a uh, you know, first shot at what, what is something you wish somebody told you at the beginning? So it's funny as content creators, as people who are trying to drag some people kicking and screaming into financial freedom, like it's, it's hard to bring them sometime and to steal from Matt, you know, we're not in the convincing business. We share the information. We often say, nobody can hear a word you say until they're ready. I wish somebody had told me, get ready. Like, Start listening to this stuff. There are successful people sharing their information. You you don't have to think something sounds risky and then not research it. Literally say stocks are too too risky. Real estate is too risky. Crypto is too risky. Owning a business is too risky. Get ready. Find the people who've been successful at whatever asset class excites you and then study. I, I wish somebody had told me that. Yeah. Very cool. Like that one. Matt? Tenant diversification. Ah, yep. That Tell was us almost, just a little bit more. Yeah. That was almost the end of me in 08, 09. That was almost the end of me. Um, I thought construction, man, that is hot. That is on fire. I know a ton of people in construction. And it was really easy because one tenant was like, oh, hey, my buddy Johnny, he's looking for a place. I'm like, perfect. Like he's making crazy money. Yeah, this works. And so I did it. And then in August of 08, I went from eight paying tenants to September three and to October one. And it's because they were all in construction. Every last one of them was in construction. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So the thing, the thing for me, I wish somebody had told me at the beginning was, um, I, again, I, w I wish I would have house hacked uh, a fourplex at 18 or 19 years old. Nobody had ever told me what, I mean, house hacking, I don't, I mean, whatever it was called, roommates or whatever it was called, you know, I'm old, right? Back in the 90s, early 90s. I wish, I wish that was there. I wish I would have seen it. I mean, getting on the property ladder with an owner off three and a half percent, five down, five percent down, it would have fundamentally changed my life versus, you know, going to school, getting a master's degree, you know, climbing the corporate ladder, losing a bunch of money in stocks. My life would have been very different. So, um, I wish somebody would have told me about house hacking at 18. Uh, it, my, my life would have fundamentally changed. That had been 12 years before I bought my first rental. My I mean, geez, my life would have been different. So I think, Deanna, I, I think Dion and I would agree that we would call that the antidote to being broke. <laughs> yeah, get on the property ladder. Let, let the government help you three and a half percent down. Like ah. I wish, I don't know about Dion. I don't want to speak for him, but I can tell you firsthand I did it because I was broke. I didn't do it because of any other reason. I I mean, I love I would love to think I was brilliant. I was just like, how do I get in there? And much like you did in 08, we're like, how do I buy more houses? I do a bunch of creative and seller financing, right? So for I me, mean, for me, I think for Dion too, house hacking was just I gotta figure out a way to make ends meet, period in the story. Yeah. Yeah, I house hacked before I house hacked for money. Yes. Yeah. 
So yeah, I, exactly. I rented a room out for free to a young couple. So I would have 24 hour live in daycare while I went to the police academy, which was, you know, an hour away for six months where I could sleep in the parking lot at the academy and not have to drive home and worry about kids. Um, yeah. So I didn't monetarily benefit from that, but was able to get through the academy right. um, and definitely the cheat code to wealth. Like it's oh. why I was able to retire early. Yeah. All right. We'll go around at least one more time. DM, what's number two for you? So this will be a little bit of an overshare and a little bit too close to home. So the people who know my content will know that this is an actual moment of honesty. I wish somebody told me, choose a spouse who's going in the same direction as you instead of a spouse who looks good no matter what direction she's going in. If somebody had told me that uh, 20 years earlier, I've been able to retire early. I like it. And I agree with it. All right, Matt. Um, if it's life advice now and not just real estate advice, I would say I would dovetail to what Dion says, which is make sure that they are a hundred percent on board with what your goal is, mm -hmm. because that was probably one of Ashley's and my very first conversations was, Hey, listen, this is the direction that I'm going. I'd love it. If you would be on board, we can do this together. However, if it's not, no worries. I'm on to the next because this is what I'm going to do. I like it. Um, see if I can kind of, I can't, I'm not going to, I think those are awesome uh, things and I can't add anything to them because you, you got to get your spouse on board. You got to go the same direction. I, I love all of that. It's, it's been, uh, it's been very important. What I, what I going to lean on is, you know, the first five years, are slow. They're slow for everyone, yeah. but they're still worth going through. Right. The, what happens when the snowball gets to a point where you can see it is awesome. It's just yeah. so slow. You, everybody wants it faster. It's why I wrote that second book when Dion narrated is because there's 15 different stories of the snowball going slow and ultimately getting there. Our three stories are yes, real estate investing, but very different. Mm -hmm. and um i mean i don't know what to tell you folks the first three to five years are slow they suck uh shut up and get through them because it, on the other side of that is wonderful and it's not like magically at five years you're suddenly free but you can at least see it it's meaningful enough you can well oh my god i'm a millionaire now when did that happen right so um yeah that, that's number two let's go around one more time dion My brother uh, tried to convince me to get into real estate by telling me one time, when I buy a rental property in 11 years, I get my money back. Stop me from investing for a decade. I thought that was kind of silly. I thought, yeah. you have your money. <laughs> you bought something. Why so get it in back 11 in 11 years, years? You can have your money again, right? I wish somebody had explained to me that when you buy a rental property, you don't spend any money. You move it. Yeah. You take it from the bank and you put it in the property. It's still there. It's still yours. You can sell, cash out, HELOC, all those things that you can do with it, 1031 if you need to. Um, so I, I kind of wish somebody had explained um, yield, internal rate of return, like all those concepts that when I was just a truck driver and a cop, like none of that meant anything. I was like, no, I'm going to put into my 401k and I have a pension if I can stay at this job for decades instead of I could put my money somewhere where it's paying me that I would have loved to have heard that years ago. 
All right. Final one, Matt. Don't listen to other people. I wish somebody had told me don't listen to other people. Well, I just figured it out. I was just like, um, and it was very easy test for me. It was something that dawned on me very early on when I was talking to a broker and the broker was like, yeah, no, I wouldn't do this one. Nah, yeah, no, I wouldn't do this one. And so we went through a few properties. Nah, yeah, I wouldn't do this one. I'm like, would you do anyone? <laughs> We're looking at a bunch of properties. Would you do anyone? And you don't own anything. So I guess you wouldn't. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, you're right. You wouldn't. So, so why am I listening to you? Yeah. <clears throat> and so that's what dawned on me. My goal was to become a property investor. That was mm -hmm. the goal. And so because that was the goal, I was looking at it through a different lens than they were. You know, yeah. I mean, for 90% of agents to not own anything or whatever the number is, it's 90 plus percent to not own any sure. property. Yeah. Blows my mind. Crazy. Blows my mind. That's like somebody getting rental purchasing advice from a YouTube channel who doesn't own any rentals and puts out one, trash videos every, one, one, every one day. Would, one would think. You would one think. Would maybe, think. maybe you stop listening to that person. I mean, yeah. this is this is my appeal to YouTube Nation. Why are you watching stuff based on someone's lack of experience? Yeah. Yeah, it was funny. I got into a Twitter spat yesterday with someone and uh, I, I kind of closed it with uh, you own nothing and you live in your mom's basement. So why am I listening to you? So it's like, okay. exactly. It's Don't listen. Crazy, listen crazy to people stuff. that are trying to do what you're trying to do. Yeah, exactly. I guess my final one is kind of one of my big errors in the beginning is, and we're going to talk about this on Dion's channel. So this is a nice tie in. Uh, I thought the answer lived in Excel. I thought mm -hmm. the answer to real estate investing was in Excel. Uh, my my original spreadsheet, I wish I still had it, but I deleted it out of frustration, was multi-tabs. Everything was together, you know, depreciation, mortgage pay down, all this tax. I mean, just just utter lunacy. Uh, today, as, as most people know, my spreadsheet's remarkably simple. I just want to know how much money, cash, comes out of my account and how much money comes back to my account. That is a simple division. Income minus outflow. In you know inflow minus outflow or divided by outflow equals a percentage. Um, man, I I swear I must have spent five hundred hours plus on that spreadsheet, <sighs> and it was utter wasteful, stupid. It's very easy, and the spreadsheet I use today is remarkably simple. So, guys, that's what I think it is. I wish people told us this stuff. Uh, Dion, where can people find you? Right here on YouTube, Dion Talk Financial Freedom. Awesome, and Matt. Lumberjack Landlord, Instagram, YouTube, and live streams on Sunday afternoons are 11.30 a.m. Eastern time, my afternoons. And we'll be doing a live stream on Friday, I believe, on Lumberjack yes. Landlord. Yes, just no, a, no. we do a random midday live stream. This one's on your channel. This one's on DM Talk Financial Freedom. Is it? It is. Oh, we need a coin. <laughs> it's your turn. <laughs> These are so awesome. Thanks, guys. Take care. <laughs>